there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. This is the show that pits facts against a flood of flying insects. In just a few months, an army of bugs is heading for millions of us. And this army hasn't hit us for 17 years. For those who have seen it, though, they'll never forget it. Like Ryan. He was 14 and living in Cincinnati. And one spring day, he saw the first signs of the cicadas. Their shells. I go outside and on the step, I see maybe five cicada shells. The next day I see 20 and then the next day like 100 and you're like, what is going on here? Before the week was done, he starts seeing all these cicadas. Basically giant cockroaches with skeletal wings and big beady red eyes. They're flying around his face and getting caught in his hair. There are just so many of them that it just seems so awful. And they just kept coming. So many bugs. And coming. You look out the window, you see them all flying around. Just thousands and thousands of little points just constantly moving and fluttering and flying and humming. It's absolutely apocalyptic. We talked to a bunch of people who remember this army of cicadas over the years. Like Maureen, who was in Indiana. It was everywhere. They were everywhere. It's hard to imagine just how many there were. You couldn't drive with your windows down because there were just so many that you would end up with cicadas in your car. And Kerry saw the bugs over in Maryland. And I won't forget the day, but um, we were playing softball and our bus driver had parked the bus with all the windows down. And um, we went back and there were just cicadas everywhere inside that bus. I would think thousands. I mean, they were just all around the windows. They were on the seats. It was so gross. There were stories of trees packed with so many cicadas that it looked like the trees were breathing and how the roads, stained with bug juice, were just covered in dead cicadas. And then there's that deafening sound. The, the noise kind of comes in waves. So, it, you know, it's, it's a low level of loud and then it kind of builds and builds and builds and then it suddenly like crescendos for 15 or 20 seconds of just like deafening noise. They were just so loud. You know, you could hear them everywhere. Now, if you live in the US, masses of cicadas called broods show up every now and then. But what's coming in the next couple of months is expected to be huge. Billions of cicadas covering cities and towns across parts of the US. It's called Brood 10. But on paper, it's an X because of Roman numerals. So it looks like Brood X, which is infinitely cooler. But the point is, these buggies are going to hit almost a third of US states, from down in Georgia as far north as New York and Michigan. And if it's anything like last time, it's going to be all cicadas all the time. You know, and everyone was talking about it. There is a pizza place here that did a cicada pizza. Did you you happen to try one or no? Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. I am not a fan of such things. 
Although if he dipped it in chocolate, I might try it. <laughs> we just got out of the horror show that is 2020. And now this. On today's show, what exactly is about to happen and how mad is this all going to get? I think having gone through COVID and all that kind of stuff, people are like, oh, come on, one more thing. And once we started swarming into this wild world of cicadas, we realised that this is all going to be pretty bloody mind-blowing. And with all that's going on right now, we just wanted to know exactly what on earth is about to happen. And for this, we're going to need a cicada biologist. And look who's just flown by. So my name is John Cooley, and uh, Brood 10 is really uh, something I've been looking forward to. John, who's at the University of Connecticut, told us that the story of this cicada storm started almost two decades ago. Back in 2004, as Snoop was dropping it like it's hot, little baby cicadas were dropping deep into the ground. And while in the soil, for 17 years, these little cream-coloured nymphs shaped like tiny beans have been growing and growing, getting fat by slurping up nutrients from tree roots. Then they're just sitting there, plugged into a root, feeding away. And for 17 years, they're growing. Yeah, feeding and growing, just slowly. And so this is going on all the time. They're underground and nobody notices them. That is until sometime in spring or early summer, it's often around May, the soil warms up just right and the cicadas start crawling up towards the surface. And then they wait for the perfect evening. The evening has to be humid, but not stormy. And it's going to wait till dusk, and then it's going to go. And then, boom, they're out. How many cicadas are going to be coming out in Brood 10? <laughs> More than you can imagine. It's going to be a mind-blowingly big number of cicadas. You can't possibly ignore this. And so what are they all coming out for? Well, <laughs> they have to find a mate and reproduce. So this is going to be like a big mass orgy? Basically, uh, it's males have to find females. That's the whole point. So picture this. You're a male cicada, and your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to nail a female. But you're up against thousands of other dudes, and you'll self-destruct in less than six weeks. Yeah, you're going to die. Most cicadas die within six weeks. And, and the clock is ticking, and so they're racing against the clock to find a mate. So the males get into these mad rushes, these mad competitions. They'll do anything, shove each other, take over somebody else's courtship. Anything goes because it's a mad scramble. But the big thing they're going to do is sing for their cicada coochie. And they make that song using these organs that look a bit like crinkle-cut potato chips. And by putting tension on that organ and then letting it go, it creates this loud sound that gets amplified through their hollow abdomen. And what's super cool is that this massive throng that you'll hear, it isn't just one kind of cicada singing, but it's three different songs from three different cicada species, all blended together. And John was just the guy to give us a demo. So species number one, meet Decim. He's a little bit country. Something along the lines of this.
Number two, the Cass and I, with a bit more pep in his step. And finally, the Decula species, who is really pulling out all the stops. And the ladies love this stuff. But John says they have a mission too. Don't get somebody who belongs to the wrong species. To make sure they hit the right guy, they'll listen for the right call. And then... Respond by flicking their wings. They do not have sound-producing organs like the males do. But they can flick their wings, and it's a, it's a little pop, just like that. And if she does that, it's game over. He'll never go away because he heard a wing flick. From here, the two of them do a little back and forth, kind of like picking up a date at the bar. The guy will be like, so, are you single? You want to have kids? You want to get it on right here? And voila, the beautiful world of making cicada babies begins. And uh, sometimes the actual sex part goes on for quite a while. So once it starts... It doesn't stop until the mail releases. And I think the record that we recorded was 96 hours. Whoa! But the bottom line is, that notorious noise is this jumble of calls and wing flicks from three different species. After all this rumpy-pumpy, our cicada is going to go and lay her eggs in the branches of trees. And it's a lot of eggs, up to 600 of them. Several weeks later, these eggs are going to hatch. The little babies will fall out of their trees and burrow underground. And they'll stay there, growing and growing. And we won't see them again for 17 years. That's not until 2038. So... The question remains, how does this horde of buggies know to come up at 17 years? And should we be worried that they'll eat us out of house and home? To find out, you've got to listen to our full episode on Brood X. It's over on our main feed. And there's a lot more wild Brood X science to come. If you go and listen, you're going to hear about a butt-munching fungus that some scientists are calling the flying salt shaker of death. Go find out why. Just search for Science Versus in Spotify. That's Science VS. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. I'll fact you next time.